Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Radio! Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the X-Zone, everyone. I am Rob McConnell, coming to you still from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Mutual Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio, and across Europe on Euro Radio TV, and in Belgium on Radio X. If you'd like to send an email, X-Zone at com on all social media sites, Radio TV. And if you'd like to find out about the great programming we have for you, 724-365 www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is Tina Blankenship, and in the early years of her childhood, Tina was sensitive to psychic energy. With this special gift, Tina made it her ambition to help those that asked for it. Tina has successfully guided people of all ages and backgrounds through many life choices and can intuitively assist you with any area of your life. Tina has also helped to heal and pass over earthbound spirits with visible results. Tina has worked with diagnosed schizophrenic clients to alleviate their fears and help them see that they're not alone. Readings can be held face-to-face at her office or at your home if needed uh, with via telephone or email, and I'm sure now by Skype. Tina can answer any question you may have about the past, present, or future for yourself, other people, and animals in your life. Tina does this by communicating with your spirit guides, angels, and loved ones who have crossed over. Joining me now is Tina Blankenship. And Tina, welcome to the X-Zone. And tell me about your very first psychic experience. Um, My very first, I was two years old. (laughs) 
I actually told my parents that there I was a man who rode into town and um, was arrested for spitting on the sidewalk. And I told them the location where the jail was. And my father researched everything and found out that the bank in town was actually the jail that I had said it was in the 1800s. So um, what did your family think about having someone as talented and gifted as you? Um, It was um, not considered gifted at the time because we had had four people in the family institutionalized for being like me. So it was kind of scary for them. I yeah I bet it must have been scary for you because when you started saying this stuff, did you ever stop to think that hey wait a minute, the other people were institutionalized? Am I next? <laughs> I didn't realize any of that until I was about twelve years old, and Mom kept telling uh-huh. me, "Shh, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that in front of people we don't know." Oh my gosh! So when did you, if you'll excuse the expression, come out of the psychic closet? Um. Probably about 10 years ago, um, my CFO at the time, I was an accountant. Um, I was unable to do my budgets because I couldn't sleep at night. And so my CFO took me to see another medium. And um, I really wasn't willing to go because I wasn't sure if they were fake or real. And so he actually took me and offered to pay for the session. And she told me things that there was no way she could have known. And after that, she um, told me where to go to get training. And I was able to function and became a happy person. What was it like the first time you sat down in in front of somebody as a paid professional psychic? Um, It was scary because I was afraid that I might say something wrong. Um, But... At the end of the session, um, they gave me a hug and told me how much I had changed their life. And my world just opened up at that moment. And you've been opening up worlds and touching people and making it a better place ever since. Ever since. I have clients um, worldwide now. What do, I've got about a minute and a half here. What do you think your, your purpose in life is? I think my purpose is to heal and help others. To heal and help others. I like that. Tina, stand by, dear. You and I have to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Exonation Tina Blankenship is our special guest. And if you'd like to find out more about Tina, maybe you'd like to contact her for a one-on-one consultation. Her website is www.tinablankenship.com. That's T-I-N-A-B-L-A-N-K-E-N-S-H-I-P. And Tina and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as we continue here in the X-Zone investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Welcome back. Tina Blankenship is my special guest, and Tina is in Columbus, Ohio. And if you'd like to uh, contact uh, Tina for a one-on-one consultation or just to find out information about her, her website is tinablankenship.com. Tina, do you think that everyone has psychic abilities? Yes, I do. I think we're all born with them, but we tend to shut them down um, when people start saying that we're different or when we get afraid of things. How can someone tell if they have real psychic experience compared to just something that may be a coincidence? Um, There's never coincidences. Um, But if you're seeing things or feeling things or knowing things, chances are you have um, three major senses open and need to start paying attention to it because it will make your life better. How will it make your life better? It'll make your life better because now you are able to let go of fears and you're able to understand things that are happening around you and you can you know know the difference between um, someone attacking you or someone acting out of their own fear because you're picking it up with your senses hmm interesting so how can someone help develop their skills um they can read books or they can just start asking their own internal questions of, you know, is this me or is this something I would not normally say or do? Um, you just have to ask questions. Hmm. So let me ask you, let me ask you, um, a personal question. Well, it's not a personal question. It's kind of a backstage question when it comes to psychics. Do all psychics know everything? No, we don't, because it would be high anxiety for us to tune in to every single person we meet. Really? 
I mean, why would you want to do that, honestly? Well, I, I, I don't know. Um, how, how do you approach it? How do you, how do you justify things? Um, if they're paying me, then I pay attention. If they're not paying me, then I ignore it. Money talks and bullwalks, right? <laughs> well, um, sometimes our relatives will be very, um, very proactive and gain my attention, like yelling at me. And sometimes I'll approach their relatives that way without the payment. But I've learned through the years it's easier to approach the ones who want my help rather than the ones who don't. Well, I guess that makes sense, eh? But I, I, I do, do what happens when somebody sits in front of you and and you know you're asked to communicate with somebody on the other side and and you get an arrogant spirit. How do you handle that? Like you're just you're just the translator, basically. <laughs> happens all the time, actually. Um, I usually start off with a prayer for the person that I'm reading for mm-hmm. that blesses them, and then their relatives pretty much give me information no matter what they think because even though they're on the other side they have opinions and they're usually the same opinions they had while living and um, it takes time for them to develop Mm -hmm. to where they're more understanding and caring so when they're arrogant with me I just let them know that hey your loved one wants to talk to you and you can either do it nicely (laughs) or else I'm not going to relay your message have you ever had a spirit say, I don't want to talk to that schmuck? <laughs> yeah, I have, actually. <laughs> <laughs> do, do spirits often come over with a sense of humor that, that even though you don't want to, you, you have to chuckle? Oh, yeah. They always have a sense of humor. It's like um, I've had grandfathers who were flirting with me. No uh, way. <laughs> no way. I've had... Um, father figures who are saying, wait a minute, you know, um, what's wrong with her shoes? And when I tell the woman he's saying something's wrong with her shoes, she goes, what's that mean? And then he comes back and he goes, well, she's got tennis shoes on. She always wears tennis shoes. And she just loved it when that happened. But he was making it a joke, but yet giving proof it was him. (laughs) What has been the most... the most meaningful communication that you've had? The most meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a woman in here who had been raped a couple of times, and her mother had died when she was a child. And so her mother came across and was actually letting her know that she was there for her and holding her hand during the rape and that she loved her no matter what happened, no matter what she did. And my client actually started crying her eyes out and you could see her energy healing to where she was able to let go of all the shame she felt from the rape. Oh my gosh. How do you deal with all the different emotions that you must go through on a continuous basis? Um, I usually do a clearing every time, every day um, when I'm done with my reading. I have to clear my energy, and I also have to tell all the relatives to leave me alone until I'm in the office. 
um, what does your family, your, your, you know, your husband, your children think about the work you do? Um, my children, two of them, well, one of them is an atheist and doesn't believe in this. The other two believe everything about it and call me to clear their home for their children and things like that. I'm not married, but my boyfriend is into it. <laughs> you know, my, it, must be, it must be difficult for your children as they were growing up to try and pull the wool over your eyes. Um, yeah, it was, but um, <laughs> they started making it into jokes and things like that. And they just got in the habit that they wouldn't ask me questions unless I was sleeping. <laughs> that way they got the right response they wanted. Oh, kids figure it out in the long run, don't they? Yes, they do. <laughs> when you're doing communication between this realm or this dimension to the other side, are you ever in danger? Um, I don't believe I'm in danger. To me, your belief is what keeps you safe. So if you believe something can harm you, it can. But for me, I was always told as a child that nothing can harm me um, because I was protected by God. And so my belief is that I go into haunted homes and where people are getting bit and scratched and they never touch me because of that belief, I believe. Fascinating. What happens if a negative entity or a, a demon tries to cross over while you're, you've got that porthole open? Um, I have protection from angels, so nothing can come through on me. Um, but I have gone to different locations where they tried to attach to me. And I've learned through the years that if I have no guilt, they can't attach. If you have no, so, if you have no guilt, they cannot attach. Correct. So I got rid of all my guilt that I mm -hmm. felt throughout my life, and now nothing can ever attach to me. Um, demons are attracted by guilt; they can control by the guilt. Interesting. Very interesting. So, where do demons come from, and what are they really? <laughs> um. Uh, I don't quite agree with the Catholic Church. Um, to me, well, I not, usually... not not very many people do these days. So you're in good <laughs> you're in good company. I've seen demons that were created through man made ceremonies. Um, I've also seen collectors, is what I call them. It's a spirit that's been earthbound for a thousand years. And it has so many earthbound souls attached to it that they're using all the energy from them to create um, an immense power. And that is what the Catholic Church usually calls a demon. Have you ever had to deal with a demon? Uh, yes, five did, of them. So, so would this be the same as an exorcism? Um, I don't perform it that way. I... Um, use holy water um, and I say prayers but not the same ones the church would use and I also have other people that have strong energy to help me with it so I don't get drained but then we pass them um, over if they're a collector they go to the other side if they're a man-made demon then I usually take them to another dimension or planet that I think is not occupied so how would you get them to another planet or another dimension? 
um, astral projection. So you physically don't take the journey. You project it through thought. Is it through your spirit? Is it through your your soul? How, what part of it? What part of you goes? Um, it's the soul that goes. Plus, um, you have angels that protect you and help you as well. So all of it goes together and grasping the demon and taking it where you want to go. Do these demons or negative entities ever try to come back? Absolutely. Every single time. <laughs> they usually travel on the astral plane to go into your thoughts and convince you that you need them. Um, but I've learned better throughout the years. It must take a toll on you. You must be totally exhausted at the end of the day. Some days. It just depends on how long the people that I'm dealing with, the dead um, people, how long they've been dead. If they've been dead less than 30 days, then I could be sick for three days afterwards. Wow. Where does, where does God, the creator, fit into all this? For me, it's not a religious God. It's a creator. Like you said, it's the universe. It's love. For me, it's all about love and kindness and helping others. See, I, I, I believe you're right because uh, I've always said that what this existence is all about is love. Poets, philosophers, um, scholars have been telling us this for, well, since the beginning of recorded history, and yet we still haven't caught on. <laughs> Correct. Wow. Hopefully one day. <laughs> do, you, do you really think so? I believe so. I believe um, we're going to have peace soon mm -hmm. and I believe we'll have at least a thousand years of peace and then what then all hell breaks loose <laughs> alrighty so we get a thousand year vacation and then it's back to the drawing board absolutely alright Tina please stand by you and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour Exonation Tina Blankenship is our guest this hour www.tinablankenship.com That's www.tinablankenship.com Don't forget, Exonation, the X-Chronicles newspaper is now available at www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com And if you would like to get the book format, it's an 11 by, what is it, 8.5 by 11, it's available on Amazon.com I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news with Tina as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology from our broadcast center here in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Exxon Radio Show. Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. 
For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Tina Blankenship is my special guest, Exonation, www.tinablankenship.com. Angels. I love angels. I believe in angels. I've seen an angel. Tell me about your experience with angels, and I'll tell you about mine. Okay. Um, I see them just like I do living people. I do see them with wings. A lot of people say they don't have them, but I see them with wings. And... To me, they're my best friend, and they protect me and everything and help me with everything. Is that enough? <laughs> no, I want you to give me a personal experience that you've had with an angel. Um, I was walking in a park with my dog one day, and it was a dog park, and um, I saw this guy in a suit coming toward me, and he was a little distance away. The dog hadn't started barking yet, and... Um, I was getting scared, and um, I don't know why, I just felt scared. And um, the dog, her hair started standing up on her back, and so I knew something was up at that moment, and so I called upon an angel. I called on Archangel Michael to come and help me because I was scared. And he showed up, and he grabbed the dog's leash with my hand, and he said, be calm, everything will be fine, I promise you. And so from that moment, I relaxed a little and the guy got closer and the dog didn't bark one bit, which was abnormal for her. And the guy was walking by and I said, hello, because I always say hello to everyone. And he didn't hear me and he didn't see me, he walked right past me without even looking. And um, so the angel said, now you're safe and disappeared. And I walked to the car put the dog in and left. And later that night um, on the news, a woman had got raped in the exact same park I was in, probably uh, within an hour after I left. That is cool. That is cool. I'm going to tell you mine now. Okay. Many years ago when my brother and I were young, my brother is four years younger than I am. I must have been about six, I guess, or thereabouts. And uh, we lived in Montreal. And you, do you remember the cans of baby food that you would get before the bottles came out? Yes. Okay. Anyway, my mother was feeding my younger brother. They opened up a can of baby food. And make a long story short, my brother got deathly sick. He, they dropped me off at my grandmother's house and they rushed my brother to the hospital. Well, it wasn't looking very good and my, um, my grandmother had called all the other members of the family and told them what was going on and everybody converged at grandmom's house. She was the pillar, the rock of our family. Anyway, everybody is waiting and waiting and all of a sudden we're in the kitchen and I look in the corner and there's a, there's a man, beautiful smile. And 
it was just amazing. Like I, I, I got the feeling that everything was going to be okay. And my grandmother looked at me and she said, who are you smiling at? I said, the man over there. And when I looked again, he was gone. As soon as I said that, the phone rang. And it was my brother, my mother, telling us that my brother was going to be okay. That's a great story. You know, and I will never forget that man. I will never forget that feeling. And I will never forget the comfort that I felt from this angel. And ever since then, I have been a proud believer in angels. And I don't know how many times I have told this story, but each time I tell it, I still get that warm, safe, loving feeling all over. That's a good feeling. (laughs) It sure is. It sure is. Tell me, based on the conversations that you've had with the other side, what is heaven like? Uh, For me, it's whatever you create. Um, There's a movie called What Dreams May Come with Robin Williams. And to me, on the other side, it's pretty much like that. I have seen a hospital, uh, um, a healing center. Um, I've also seen a hall of justice, which was kind of funny for me. Um, But you create your own existence there. It's another dimension. So is that the... Is that the positive side of the the other side existence, and would hell be the the negative side? Well, to me, there hell is your life on earth, <laughs> um, but there is a purgatory on the other side, and the purgatory is when you feel guilt or regret, you create your own hell there. Um, so, if you're very religious and you die and you feel guilt about something you did, then you, you have the choice of either saying, I forgive myself and go on and be happy with everyone else you want to interact with, or you can put yourself in the purgatory that says, wait a minute, I should suffer somewhat, and you can create hell, fire, brimstone, unicorns, butterflies, whatever makes you feel like you're um, repenting your Mm -hmm. sins. It's totally up to your belief system what you experience on the other dimension, the other side. Let's say you're out shopping with your boyfriend and your and your family, or mm-hmm. you're in, or if you're in a, let's say an airport, a train terminal, where there's a lot of people. Do spirits try to communicate with you? Absolutely, they overpower you. A lot of people talk about having high anxieties. And to me, that's what I get. I have trouble with concerts. I have trouble with hospitals. I usually do protection before I go anywhere that has crowds. Have you ever received such an important message from a spirit or someone on the other side about somebody that you're in a close vicinity and they have to get a message to them, a warning to them? And have you ever acted on such an impulse or meaning or communication whenever it's extreme i will do it i was in um the grand cayman island and i was in a shopping place for souvenirs and a woman's grandmother kept asking me to talk to her granddaughter because it was important i kept telling her i was like look she's going to think i'm crazy i really don't want to talk to her i'm on vacation 
And she goes, please, I beg of you. And she started crying. This was a spirit. Mm -hmm. And so I went over to her granddaughter and I said, um, have you ever heard of the Long Island Medium? And she goes, yes, yes, I like that show. I was like, okay, great. I have your grandmother here mm-hmm. and she's telling you it's okay to sell her house. It's more important that you're happy and safe rather than keeping a house that keeps you from being that. And the woman, the clerk, started crying her eyes out. She had been driving 50 miles a day to get to work and really couldn't afford the fuel. But the grandmother saying that gave her a feeling of peace so that she could sell the house and move closer to her job. So she started crying Hmm. and I started crying, gave her a hug, and I went back to shopping. Wow. That must make you feel really good inside. It does. It's the best feeling ever. Did you ever imagine when you started this profession or this this crusade, this this journey that you're on, that you would be such an influence, a positive influence on so many lives? I had no clue. All I was trying to do was try to help someone. And I would have been happy just helping one person. But mm-hmm. um, all my clients come back and say what a difference it's made in their lives. And it's such a high. It really is. Are any of your children planning on following in mom's footsteps? Uh, I think my daughter and my stepdaughter will be doing it. My daughter does astrology, and my stepdaughter is a reader like me. Hmm. So what would you say to somebody who is listening to us tonight, no matter where they are on this great big little planet of ours? Great big little planet. That made a lot of sense now, didn't it? It's it, it's big to us, but but in the big scheme of things, it's a very small planet. Uh, who's who is pretty sure that they have psychic abilities and they want to pursue it. What would you say? I would tell them to read books, um, learn about how to control things, how to perceive things, and ask questions. Mm-hmm. Ask tons of questions of your spirit guides, your angels. And try to find someone who can teach them. A lot of spiritualist churches teach them. Um, psychics teach them. I have classes. Um, lots of people try to teach. Um, they just need to find help so that they can know they're not alone. Where's the best place to look? You know, because if, if we say go on the Internet, like I say, the Internet's the biggest septic tank that man's ever created. So you get more crap there than you do anything else. So where would you go? You know, I I would try books, but I would do YouTube. YouTube has a lot of videos or the X Zone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love you. <laughs> <There>. <laughs> um, just try to find anything mm-hmm. and learn what you can. And if it doesn't make sense or doesn't feel right, then leave that section there and take what does feel right and move on to another subject. Gotcha. Gotcha. Are you planning on uh, writing any books, getting any of your information out there? Um, I have three books in the making. Mm -hmm. I have a children's book on how to um, clear a home. I have an adult book on how to clear homes. Um, And then I have a book about experiences and how to control your abilities and, most of all, how to know you're safe. 
Wow. Tell me about your experience with children and, and the world of psychic phenomenon. Um, the most prominent one is a home I had to clear here in Plain City, Ohio. Um, a friend of mine had rented a home, and her two daughters were seven and nine at the time. The little seven-year-old was getting scratched and bitten in a bedroom. And um, I went out to the house to clear it, and I thought I had cleared it, but I really had not. Um, the spirit was too large for me. It was a collector. And um, so I had to go out for about a month, kept going out and kept going out, and um, things tried to run me off the road. Um, You're kidding. Cars, yeah, I almost got hit three times. Cars on the freeway would dead stop in front of me. Holy cow. Uh, the town's like 10 blocks long, and the policeman, I couldn't find the house. I had been there multiple times, but I couldn't find it that day for some reason. And I stopped a policeman to ask him for directions to the address, and he sent me back out of town. Um, by the time I finally got to the house, it was, it was there screaming at me and telling me that it was going to send me to hell and that if I didn't stop, um, trying to attack it, then it was going to harm the little seven-year-old. And um, that was the day that I decided no matter what, I was attaching it to me because I wasn't going to leave it with the children. And um, I attached it and took it home with me. And I had more time to get it across and figure out what to do. And that was the very beginning of me clearing homes. All right, stand by, dear. We've got to take our final break. Exo Nation, my guest this hour is Tina Blankenship. And Tina and I will be back as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, after these fine words from our sponsors. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit us at www.exxon.com. XZBN.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone radio show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. 
Welcome back, everyone. Tina Blankenship is our guest this hour. www.tinablankenship.com First of all, Tina, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a great delight speaking to you. And um, let me ask you, let me ask you something. Children have invisible friends. Uh, in your opinion, as a psychic as well as a mom, what, who are these invisible friends that they speak to? <laughs> They're usually spirit guides or relatives who have passed, or they could be relatives from past lives as well. But yeah, they're spirits. So what should a parent do if they find their child speaking to these invisible friends that they have? Have the kids ask names, get information. Um, More info, the more you can research it, the more you know. But what happens if this invisible friend turns out to be someone who is not who they claim to be? Someone (laughs) who is of a negative energy. Um, The person who owns the house can tell that entity to go away. Um, They have power. If you hold a deed in your hand or if you're paying the rent in the house, you have power. You can tell it to go away and leave your child alone. I tell all my um, clients that have children to start with their children at a young age, teaching them that no one can enter the house Mm -hmm without the parent's permission because spirits of a negative nature will come through their dreams and pretend to be puppy dogs and kids that want to play and the kids will let them in the house and they will think they're friends. So the best thing is to always teach your kids no one is allowed in the house and that way they do it in the subconscious level. Speaking about kids, and I don't know if if you're... Well, I, I would imagine your kids didn't, but I, when I was growing up, I, I knew certain kids who played with Ouija boards. And for some reason, even back then, I, I wanted nothing to do with them. You know, like, I just knew inherently something was wrong. As a psychic and as a mom, is a Ouija board dangerous? They're not dangerous to someone who doesn't believe, but if your kid believes they bring in negative entities. So do pendulums. It's best not to deal with them because you don't know how to control it and you don't know what you're bringing in. My kids were not allowed to play with Ouija boards. Is there anything else that, that, that people should not do that they may be doing inadvertently that may be ticking off the spirits on the other side? Um, it's rare that they tick off the spirits on the other side, but one thing I can tell you is that earthbound spirits, the ones who are stuck that try to change your mind, try to get you to commit suicide, things like that, they don't see you unless your energy is negative. So if you're drinking, Mm -hmm. taking drugs, things like that, they see you and they take over your thoughts. They can cause you to kill yourself and kill others. Oh, boy. So that's the best advice I have. Stay stay at a higher energy level, and then that way they'll never see you. You'll never have to interfere with darkness, ever. Wow. With all these different television shows on about ghosts, spirits, Long Island, medium, 
as a professional, are they an asset or are they a hindrance to the true work that is being done by the paranormal community? I think they're an asset because they're making it well-known. They're bringing it out in the open. Everyone's hearing about it. It's no longer something that you're going to be institutionalized for. Um, So I think it's a good thing, and I'm hoping they all do protection and have strong belief in what they do. Most of the paranormal shows, I rarely see a spirit in there. Um, uh, There was one that went to Waverly Institute, and I saw a spirit in the um, morgue. They pulled out a drawer, and there was a spirit in there. Oh, my gosh. Um, But they didn't even pick it up. And I was like, okay, so the machines are not working well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So with all the the new ghost groups that are being formed and paranormal researchers— How come with over 33,000 groups that go out and investigate the paranormal in the United States, that's just in the United States, that there still hasn't been that all-conclusive proof that they're looking for? And the big question is, is if they get that proof, what are they going to do with it? How will that change anything? Um, Everyone's been looking for proof. Everyone has doubts. I mean... Same thing with politics, mm-hmm. everything you interact with. Um, you'll have people that will deny the proof when it's shown. Um, I do know I was approached by a guy who wanted me to show proof with a group, and I think James Van Prague was part of that group. So I know they're working on a documentary for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you can only believe if you believe. Um, you will always have sure. naysayers who will never believe no matter what proof you're given. So how do you deal with skepticism? I love skeptics because when they come in my office, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love to see their faces when they go, aha, this is real. <laughs> so I love skeptics. If somebody has a haunted house, mm-hmm. what should they do? They should actually tell it to get out of the house. Now, you can use holy water. Never use sage. Sage pisses them off. Um, holy water will will weaken them so they can be passed over. Well, wait a sec. Hold on here. You see a lot of... Uh, this is what I don't understand about the, the paranormal community. You say don't use sage. Other people say use sage. Some people say use white sage. Other people say use this. Who is the public supposed to believe? Well, they have to experiment for themselves. I would guarantee you anyone who has a true haunting Mm -hmm. and they use sage, they will alleviate the activity for a couple weeks. But Uh, then it comes back stronger than ever because all they ended up doing was pissing off the spirit. Um, Sage is great for mm -hmm. arguments. Say like a lot of people are arguing in a house or bad energies like from living people, but it's not good for earthbound. Um, I use holy water, and I only use it because the person I'm clearing the house for needs something visual to see. Usually, I send the angels in to clear the house, and it does great. It's been proven to do great. People have um, come back and said, my house is great. It feels wonderful. Thank you for clearing it. But the holy water is used just so they have a visual to know I did something. 
because they can't see the angels like I can. But what happens what happens if the person whose house is haunted that you're going into to clear doesn't believe in the power of holy water and doesn't believe in angels? Well, I speak to them ahead of time. The angels are going to clear it no matter what because that's my belief system. Oh, okay. But I'll speak to them about what they believe and that's what I use as the visual. I usually pick it up without talking to them, but um, it's always good to get them involved so they know that they have power and that they're not weak. What happens, uh, well, somebody calls you, you go to their house, and, and you do uh, a screening of the house, and, and you yourself find nothing wrong with the house, but the people who have called you are convinced that their house is haunted. What mm-hmm. happens then? Um, I'll explain what they're seeing. Usually it's a, a member of their family on the other side, and they think it's a haunting, but it's not. It's just a visitation. So I give them a reading and tell them what the person's saying, who they are, and then they can relax more. And then I also let them know what strength they have and what power they have that they can control whom comes in their home no matter if they're living or dead. Well, there you go. What are your final words, uh, final thoughts for the listening audience of the Exxon Nation tonight? Spread love, peace, and joy. It's that simple. Now, you do uh, you do readings by Skype and consultations by Skype, email, and telephone? Yes, I do. Okay, and what is the best time to try and contact you for a uh, consultation? Um, if they email me and or text me, um, I'll answer whenever I have free time, uh-huh. but any time through noon to 7 p.m. is when I do the readings. All right, and one more time, let our listeners know how they can contact you. Uh, um You can contact me on there. There's a form to fill out, and I check my emails daily. Tina Blankenship, thank you so much for joining us tonight here on the Exxon. Take care of yourself, and I look forward to the next time we meet. Thank you. Have a great day. You too, dear. Exonation Tina Blankenship has been our guest this hour, www.tinablankenship.com. Now, the X Chronicles newspaper for July 2015 is out, and you can go to www.xchroniclesnewspaper.com, or you can go to amazon.com and buy the newspaper in the book format. The book format is 11, uh, let's see, 8.5 by 11. It's in full color. And um, it's available at, like I said, Amazon.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break at 6.5 minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, Send me an email. Tell me what you think. If you have a special guest you'd like us to get on, no problem. My email address is exxon at exxonradiotv.com. I'll be back. Don't go away. <laughs> 